Welcome to Explore the Ozarks, where we tell the history and stories of locations, places, and people that make up the area. Here's Matt. Here I am. Your timing. Lighter. No, oh, I thought I was. Never there. got that before, so thank you, Catherine. By cat. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, there it is. See, I am Matt Graham. He is. <laughs> in case we forgot. In case we forgot. You Thanks are. for reminding me, David. I, I needed that today. Uh, this rain's got me a little tired, but because uh, it's the pre-award jitters. It, it, it must be. Do you have your video. award show routine? We'll ready. see what happens. Well, yeah. You'll have to comment yeah. on this video when it's done. Because it'll be after you get the it will be award, after. or if you don't get it. So you can right. either comment yeah. with a, a happy emoji or a crying right. emoji. Yeah, we'll see. It was see. just an honor being nominated. It, it really was. <laughs> That's I'm, not true. I'm working on the speech, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I asked the guy who's my rep because I'm up for an award for a mortgage award. It's boring stuff. But um, but I asked him, I'm like, do I need to get a, a, a some type of speech ready or something or what? And I never could really get a straight answer. So I was like, great, thanks, well, the thing you have it's to remember, be Maybe that's a good thing. From Joe Tribbiani from Friends. <laughs> Just, just remember, you have to have that happy for the winner face. Oh. That's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> with the golf clap. Yeah, yeah. with the clap. And <laughs> secretly, <laughs> I'm cussing them out in my head. But that's well, right. it was funny because in that episode, yeah, he he meant to do that, but he was like acting like oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> he sees himself on the camera. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> let's hope not. Uh, but anyways, I am Matt Graham. He is Matt Graham. This is David Ooh, Carr, yeah. our fabulous producer. Um, and we are at Springfield Studio One for your podcast that you're listening to today called Exploring the Ozarks, if you didn't know. Um, we have a really special treat for you today. I think I'm going to forego the Patreon talk. We should. We need to okay. actually talk about it. Oh, because we got okay. a new Patreon. No, we do have a Patreon. Well, we got a new one. Oh, we're up to three now. Hey, no, there like are people name, doing it. But her name's gonna pop up here, and actually, it will have popped up in other videos before this one. Oh, this so this isn't family. This isn't no. This is solicited. I don't even know who. Hey, wow. I know. I can't wait to find out. So who she's you your are. subscriber. That's what you're saying, dude. We've got a subscriber. She, well, yeah, Patreon is a way for if you're not a business <laughs> and you want to give us money, we have five, ten, twenty-five dollar tiers, and you can subscribe monthly to pay us that money 25 is not bad okay guys it's really not it's and it. what it does is it it's helps us bad. be able to go out and do what we're doing right now right. we don't charge people to come on the show we don't yeah. do anything of that nature so we we depend on people to give us money either through individual donation or through business sponsorships yeah and we enjoy that which we do want to thank our sponsors uh big insurance thank you so much uh justin dustin bowman for for helping us out as well central bank of course because i donate my time to this uh, and Springfield Studio One and Creative Endeavors of what you have. So if you want to film me. a podcast in this kick-ass room with our new wall art we have today that I told but them to put up on the wall. But enough about me. Enough That's about good. us. Yeah, we're um, going to get some Tim Burton stuff up here soon. Yeah, you guys do have, need to mention that. Uh, yes, go check that uh, that interview out. It's super cool. His gallery is super neat, too. So if you're ever out in Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas, go find it. Uh, but today, what we're doing is a follow-up because last time we were well, here. Well, part two. Part two, it's so not, not to call it a follow-up. are short. Okay. This is a part two. This is going to be lengthy. It's like an hour probably that we're going to be here. <laughs> Hopefully. We're probably going to be timed up by Matt saying, I have to go get an award. <laughs> <laughs> i got to run. Maybe <laughs> I'll end it that way. <laughs> I, I haven't decided yet, but we have. <laughs> I got to go, guys. Yeah, just, but right now we've got time, and I really wanted to explore this a lot. Because now I'm just thinking of The Incredibles, <laughs> the beginning where he's like, 
It's like, I got time. I can go stop more crime. Then he's late to his wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's commitment, man. This is commitment. But, you know, the last time we had Catherine Vicat on, the fabulous Thank you. Catherine Vicat. We love you Thanks so much. Thanks me. for being here yeah. again. It was a lot I know of fun. It's we were, a, it was hard making her be quiet last time. Well, that's, I'm sorry. We well, had to cut her off. That's what I mean by be quiet. We had to cut I'm her off. I'm a talker. I, I need to listen to how I cut her off because we need to keep expanding on what we we're talking about, what we're going to. It um, definitely was. I got to go get an award. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but. So last time we had you on, it was we we discovered so many things that you're doing right now that are amazing. Um, not necessarily in the Ozarks, but it is an expansion of the Ozarks. What you guys mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. it can help, anyways. And you're about to find out why. Well, if um, I remember correctly, I think we ended with, by talking about her film last time, which is in the Ozarks. Interesting. Filmed in the Ozarks. Was, yes, the Ozarks. and that's where it all kind of came to yeah. because we also have. Not a follow-up. We have a third mm-hmm. episode coming out after this one. We're going to talk exclusively and about that film. We'll yeah. talk exclusively Which about it, what's on your shirt today. With right. people that have watched it know that I'm a big film guy. That's right. what I do for a living. So he's so. been waiting to talk about uh, that yeah. now. Yeah. Did you, you see know? the trailer? Did you happen to watch it? I didn't. I did. That trailer's to, awesome. It's very, it gives me the goosebumps. It. Yeah, it's a good one. And yeah. it's called... Re- Reveille. Reveille. I knew I was going to I will watch again. it before the next... Our part go. three. You're going to have to. Google Reveille on uh, YouTube and it pops yep. right up. It's okay. a very good trailer, though. Like, yeah. I really want to see it now. Yeah. Um, and while we're talking about it, it is a World War II movie. It is. Filmed here in Ozark, Ozark. Missouri. Not just the Ozarks. In, in a cave Ozark. that we can't disclose at this moment. Um, but, but if you're from the area, you probably know where If you're from the area, I bet you I know. I haven't grilled you on it yet, but I'm uh, pretty sure I grew up going to that cave a whole lot, I think actually. So. Okay. Um, but we're not going to say. Which okay. also has some really cool history, too, and we need to go yes. out there. We do. It's neat. Um, used to have a summer camp there, actually, mm-hmm. right in front of it that we used to go to every year. Um, but today we're going to talk about footsteps research. Yes. So footsteps research is super cool. I'm not going to do this. I mean, we're going to do an introduction again so people familiarize themselves with it in case they didn't hear the last episode. Um, tell us what footsteps research is. So we specialize in World War II research, and our goal is to not only understand why a veteran served, but where they were there, why they were there, for how long they were there, and how it impacted the outcome of the war. Right, and exactly where they were too. Exa- it, geographically, That's what we're exact about to locations. Find out. Yes. yes, because we. Every, the army was so meticulous in their records they had these morning reports or after action reports and a number of different documents so i will get you know coordinates to where something happened or a battle or or you know whether it was somebody got lost or missing Even an accident or something exactly. to that effect. yeah so something that we didn't clarify last time i think it was implied but i just want to ask for <laughs> clarification most of these people that you're doing this for are they people that died in action no oh just were in okay. action yeah. or and is in actually action. you we find that uh, so many of uh, the guys who came home didn't talk about it, and oh, it yeah. created an enormous vacuum. And so go. now they're all coming of age, and they're they're really interested, and they want to know more. And so that's really what's happening. Yeah, is all their kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah they're wanting mm-hmm. to share their history with their with their kids before they're gone. Oh, I agree because I was in the same boat. My grandpa never talked about yeah. war at all. Yeah, it was you know, common. and he was an underwater diver, like we talked about last time, mm-hmm. underwater welder and all that. But you know, he worked on boats that were coming from Pearl Harbor, so it was very somber for them to right. even work on those they types knew. of things. They knew, and they knew what they were about to go do mm-hmm. as well because it was a retaliation at that point that we had to deal with. Yeah. you know and uh they needed ships they needed fixed and all that kind of stuff but he never talked about it whatsoever even though he was just sick all the time yeah. you know and i'm assuming from asbestos and things like mm-hmm. that that they had heavily used at the time but well and it's, it's trauma it's stress trauma too it's, oh, in, yeah. it's intense oh know, it's, yeah it's life-changing forever. i mean i can only imagine what those guys saw just from 
repairing boats. Oh, I you know what you, I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that would be just insane to pull up and see what happened to these things and, and try to deal with it and send it back out knowing there's probably going to be more people die right, on that ship right. or whatnot. But that's what's really important to me, though, because I, I – David gives me shit because I'm a history person. And I don't do that. <laughs> I I love history, but I'm a history guy too. What I are think you talking this, about? Yeah, you're right, you're right. But the only I do. Thing I give you crap about is being from Nixa. Oh, oh well, shit. <laughs> sorry. Oh, my bad. I know you one upped me with this Ozark talk know, in this sorry. movie and all this. Yeah. I, I let him have one thing every once in a while. You're but, so uh, nice. You know, oh, you're a giver. Uh, you're a giver. Hey, we have an Applebee's in Nixa, so whatever, dude. Well, hey, yeah, uh, that's a good time. We had, I think we had until it closed down. Anyway, I do. I missed the Shonies. That was in Ozark. Oh, that was a nice That was a good one. <laughs> that was it. like the after school thing yeah. to do. Oh, man, after church and stuff. Yeah, after the Shonies. After, the, after yeah. the events. We had four kids, so we always were like, well, it's cheap, it's good, whatever. We can yeah. spend Buffet all day there. Everybody. Well, <laughs> yeah. let me say this. Let me segue back in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. while you were at Shonies after church, <laughs> you guys talk World War II history. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, we talked a lot about what... Um, well, is, we, is there any place in Ozark or Nixa where they have like World War II history on like the walls or anything? There's a World War II museum in Springfield off of Kearney Street. Yeah, yes. there is. Yeah. And there's another Super location cool. over on, um, I want to say Boonville. There's another really neat mm-hmm. um, army surplus store right there. There you oh, go. Yeah. And a I lot used of to event- go to a lot of those military surplus stores. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one on Boonville, um, the owner was telling me, Joey my, Van Meesen, my guy in the Netherlands, found this uh, Purple Heart online that was for sale at that location. Whoa. And so he had me go and buy it. And I got to Whoa. talk to the owner. And he said, the veterans come out a lot on, on Saturdays and visit and talk and and he ended up with one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big thing to give up, though. It really is, because it, it came with the book. Oh, gosh. And so um, huh. that's, that's not, you know, Purple Hearts is not a small thing. No. no. Gosh, no. So he really wanted, and they, my guys in, out in the countries, you know, yeah. are all about preservation. They, you know, nothing gets wasted or thrown away. See, that's what amazes me, though, because, like, we're pawning things, you know? Yeah. Like, we don't oh, care, yeah. you know, almost. And it's, it's really enlightening to see, like, number one, we can revisit what we talked about last time, which, you know, if you're in Europe, like you said, in France, where they've got... Someone who's designated to take care of a grave of a fallen soldier right. is like the most, the most amazing thing yeah. I've ever heard. And a yeah. waiting list. There's a waiting list of like 500 people. Whoa. Stop it. But it's hard because the families will keep the soldier in their family for Whoa. generations. Wow. So, oh you know, gosh. it's it, it, they their family members. So you know? did you talk to any of those people and, I did. and find I, out why they do that? Or? I talked to Jean Vincent. Is uh, the wow. mayor of Normandy? Oh, <laughs> I am so impotent. Just name dropped. That. I did, no right? Yeah. We call him JV. Yeah, but, I'm like, um, how did you remember this guy's name? It's random guy. No, this makes more sense. No, I went to his house. It was nice. No big deal. Yeah, but uh, he, his family has adopted a young boy. He was 18 and he died. Um, he was from North Carolina, wow. and he was so grateful. He went to college in North Carolina. Wow. And then he went back to Europe, and then he. You know, he's got the soldier's photo in his home. He wears his dog tags every day. Wow. They wow. go out to his grave regularly, you know, two, three, four times a year. Wow. He wanted to know more, so he went to the town where he was from, <laughs> and he introduced himself, and he said, you know, I'm, I'm the one who cares for, Gosh. I think his name was Billy, but I'm not for so sure. So found this guy's family? Found his family, yeah. And, and told, shared a picture with where he was at, gave him a picture of his kids oh. with, the, with the grave, and like, hey, he's never alone. He's never alone. He's yeah. never forgotten, and he's always, always appreciated and respected. So, thank you for giving us your son. Man, went all of that way yeah. out of his way yeah. to just go have that conversation yeah. with the family. And that's after what? What's been eighty years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's some dedication. Well, you know, they're... probably some in the family that didn't even know any of that. You know, I'm, I'm sure. Well, you know, his family from Normandy, right. so they were they couldn't well, leave then, their ha- they yeah. were occupied. Wow. They were yeah. occupied hardcore. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, um, yeah. I had another friend that was in a basement during the occupation. With his, there was eight members in his family. All they had was a bag of potatoes and a bucket. Oh my! And gosh. they were in that basement for a week before, oh, they, before they could come out because well, we were, it was so dangerous. We were talking about before we started recording about how just in America, I think we talked about this with the last episode too about how we just don't understand this. Yeah, we we haven't lived through this yeah. right. in, in any recent memory. We've never so been affected war was, by it. Yeah the closest probably yeah. Yeah. that we've Civil been, War. but that's been over 150 years ago. Right. So, I mean, that's, besides World War II, and that was Hawaii, yeah. you know, not the mainland. Yeah. So it's not like we've that really ever yeah. base felt too, the so impact like, of it. Right. Yeah. But we've so never it's, been it's invaded, to, you know? Yeah. So it's hard to comprehend like why people would act that way. Yeah. But then when you think about what they went through, <laughs> they're, they're, everything that they were suffering, it's like, yeah. okay. In yeah. France, what, occupied four years? Yeah. Something like that. But always constantly under attack. Yeah. Not just, always. I mean, you know, yeah. the, the locals, I don't know how you'd even stay there besides yeah. that was family properties that they'd owned for hundreds of years, probably well, at that point. You know? Oh, well, yeah. There it's were, not like you could go anywhere. Where, yeah. Where are you going to go? <laughs> and then they had a lot of towns had to evacuate more than once. Right. You know, so it's. Or bundle up well, in an apartment that, complex. You were telling and, that story about the bunker that people yeah. had to go, like 10,000 people had to live in that bunker. And how long did you say they lived there? Wasn't well, they, it, like, they took 10 years. I, was, I believe that it was. Tell us the whole story. Well, I was in there Aachen, Aachen, yeah. Germany, Aachen. which is right across the border. And um, there were several bunkers built in that area. And I'll, there's only two left. One is a music venue. Wow. It's called the bunker, oddly <laughs> enough. Wow. Original. And then, and then there was this one, and this one's in the middle of this is in the middle of Aachen. It's in the middle of town. <laughs> wow. And you would you see this chain link fence in this big white building and you think, well, you know, it's a storehouse. Right. But you walk through it and you open the door and it just kinda hits you. And the first thing you see when you walk in is um like a, they have like these little books and little pennies that they kept and that um the soldiers left the Americans so they would give them pieces of gum and they oh, would, yeah. when they came in and so they kept those little treasures and they would Whoa. they would put them up there so the two guys that walked in um, just after the just after the occupation like the first ones the in. first there were two young Germans or two American two American Jeez. boys who found it oh and who walked in and opened the door and they thought for sure that everyone was dead right because the smell was so bad oh, I can only imagine and what yeah. they realized was that when they built this center they didn't or this uh, bunker they didn't anticipate it to be a long term use right so consequently this this it was packed with people pitch dark that's insane yeah, there's, no there's no windows there's no windows there's no air there's no windows there's so you, no you light can't burn lamps, you can't, you can't see no anything. you can't see the person yeah. next to you you can't see the person in front of you so a lot of people died and nobody knew <laughs> right and so you wouldn't know until the soldiers came and they said the smell was so bad when they opened it they thought for sure everybody was yeah dead. well you would yeah. think after seeing everything else that yeah. they saw on the way through that yeah. i would assume that as well they weren't and the and the germans were so grateful they oh. were so grateful to be because they were liberated too right. in that moment. Yeah, pretty much, you know, they were under. And this bunker they, had thousands, thousands, of people. thousands of people yeah. in it. Yeah, Man, wow. Yeah, and and every family had like a six by six space. Right. Oh God. I've because seen pictures had, of it. And yeah. the, they didn't have small families back then. They did not. No, no but they no. gave them a small space enough to where that's you know, where they stayed. And you've stayed. got small babies and old people. And, oh, and you've and, still got all life that goes on throughout that you know, whole yeah, entire you've time. Got, you know, you know how, how do you eat in the dark? How do you? Oh no, I, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> how do you do anything? Because you, your eyes will never adjust to that. <laughs> no, mm. like being in a cave for thirty minutes is bad enough. Yeah, you know, but at least there's you know you can kind of get some adjustment. Right. Nothing. No. And I couldn't imagine opening that door and. And being in Aachen and right. seeing that. So there was, wow. a gr- there was a group of people who preserved, who had petitioned the government, please don't destroy this one. Okay. Because they destroyed the one where Grobel, uh, Grubel, uh, I can't pronounce his name, where Grubel. he was get ca- Grobel captured. Okay. So they, they destroyed that bunker, which 
really made my boss mad. <laughs> but they kept this one because when you go, they tried to make it as homing as possible. So the, there's a nursery that's got like little flowers on the wall and pictures and toys and little paintings. Oh, wow. And then the living room had like a living room area. Right. They tried to make separate. So they really tried to make it into a home because after the occupation, they had to live there. There was the town was destroyed. Right. So that was the only housing too. That was the that only height. structure that they could stay in. And it so was they, multi stories too. Yeah, this it was. was quite a big building. Yeah, we're talking. but they still had to do the hand crank on the energy pump if, it, right. if the energy wasn't working, and they had right. to get water in. They didn't know how to get. You know. Oh, so and many you, things. Yeah. you got to think about with thousands yeah. of people, much because less it, one family. Yeah. yeah, and the the really cool thing was that uh, they destroyed so many buildings, but they tried to keep a lot of the um a lot of the uh, like the exterior buildings because when a bomb was dropped, the walls would. You know, oh, yeah. sometimes so a lot of times they try to save the walls to recreate the ar- architecture yeah i heard yeah because yeah, so much of heard they had to go back with try to keep it as original as possible yeah because they lost everything in that part. so yeah I, but you know when you're in Aachen, you know they don't talk about it yeah i've wondered there's that. no there's not a memorial there's not a monument i think i saw one plaque really it's on a wall somewhere. i've wondered that yeah because no. i've heard both sides of that argument actually yeah and i was talking to somebody i know that's that's from germany and they were like no we we grow up learning about it yeah and now that you say how France is with it, of course, Germany's probably not going to be like that. Right. But you think they would at least be like that for some of their own people that mm-hmm. even though they followed Hitler, that was kind of not really a choice right. at that no, time. No, it wasn't. So, I mean, those guys still sacrificed for their families, yeah. too. Because they were conscripted, you know, they didn't have a choice. They were they were lib- occupied as much as anybody else Absolutely. was. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's the best way to put mm-hmm. it. But that's what's so interesting about what you guys do, because there were so many things destroyed yeah. that the pictures we looked at right before this, so let's get into it. I mean, what you guys do, to me, you're getting it down to pictures of where people stood yeah. and being able to go recreate that with yeah. people's families. Like, yeah. I, I want to talk to some of these people to find out how that feels on their end. You <laughs> I know, can't imagine. To recreate like that. Like that, that one with the guy in the door. I can't imagine how that must have felt. Right. So the picture is, there's a, on the side by side, which we'll show. I, I sent you those just now, by the way. Um there's a guy standing on the left in World War II, standing on the front steps of a building, holding on to a door metal knob. door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, holding on to a doorknob. And profile. he's facing, yeah, so he's in war. That's mm-hmm. where he's stationed, yep. let's just he, say. He was billeted there. Billeted. Mm-hmm. And so this is his grandson. Great grandson. Right? Great grandson wanted to, to wanted he reached yeah. out to you guys? Well, his, grand, his great grandson and his grand, so his Grandson and his great grandson. There were okay. three boys, right. the dad and the two sons. Right. Um, and they all wanted to re- go find him because they're all in law okay. enforcement. They all were okay. like FBI kind of law- hardcore law enforcement. Oh, wow. They were really very serious about it. And so, you know, they were so grateful. So they reach out to you guys. How? How did they find you guys? They went to our website and they oh, they had some yeah, footstepsresearchers.com. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they you know, when you were do World War II research, they found our name and they right. called us and they had that photograph and they said, Can you find this? And we Stop. said and we said, Yeah, you betcha. Oh my gosh. And we did. Are there a lot of groups that do this kind of thing? Or um, that you're one of the only ones? I don't I, I don't know of many groups that, that uh, do it to the extent that we yeah. do it. You can get a tour group and you can go back and you can go to A, B, C, and D. Right. I'm going to customize this for you. Right. I'm not going to take you over here if your if your dad didn't serve there or your grandpa right. didn't fight there. They're, I'm going to take you where they were. Yeah. So you know where their footsteps landed. Like literally and what in their they footsteps. Saw, literally yeah. in their footsteps. Right. Like, like I said, my boss laid in the foxhole where her dad was shot. And the foxhole is still there. That's what's incredible to me, that wow. it's not been bulldozed over or anything. Yeah. So they oh, no. No, 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 no. So explain that to me. Was it out in the middle of a field? It was in the Ardennes. It was in the middle of the Ardennes. Arden. He was actually Holy in... Holy smokes. He was actually in a German That's trench line. Yeah. 
That's a huge force. Huge, huge, but that was where a huge. lot of battles yeah. happened too. Oh my gosh, more than just one. And it's so bulge was over there, wasn't yes. it? Pretty close. Yeah. yeah, very. Yeah, that's and um, I'm um context easy company. For people that are watching. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and easy company. They were in the Arden. So yeah, right. if you see Band of Brothers, yes, that's this is where they were, and okay. it's eerily quiet. Oh, but he man. was in the the Germans made zipper or Z shaped zigzags. Yeah, trenches, and so he was in a trench that was oh. L shaped. That's how she knew. Okay, because it was an L shaped trunk, and then she found the report. Got the coordinates and was able to go in and found the there. report. Yeah. So and the guy next to her father was killed. Right. And his dad only got her dad only got wounded in the leg. So it was oh, still geez. only. And he never he had such survivors guilt. I bet. And there was wow. another one. And I, That's the other his side name was it. Myron Miller, Staff Sergeant Myron Miller. Hmm. And he was walking. He was from Missouri, Dixon, Missouri. He there was walking go. with Not another. Not very far. That's in the no, Ozarks. He was walking with a young boy, also from Nixon, who was eighteen. And as they're on patrol, the young boy gets hit by a sniper. Mm. And so My- Myron takes him and puts him behind a building and the megs come and they take care of him. He's like, I gotta go, I gotta go. Oh my God. So he goes on, the war ends and he really wants to go and pay his respects. Cause he knows there's no way this kid survived that. Right. It was a really bad injury. Sure. So him and his whole family were on vacation one summer and they went to his town and they went up to the court and they said, we'd like to you know, find the grave of this soldier and pay our respects. And person said, the grave? Uh-uh. He's down the road with his son. <sighs> Whoa. And so he went down and saw him and he thanked no him way. for saving his life. And they were friends for the rest of their lives. All those years Jeez thought he weird. died. Thought he died. But remembered it at least to be able to pay yeah, some he really wanted to, Yeah, because he knew out. they were both from Missouri. They were Missouri boys. So. Right. Wow, that's intense, yeah. right there, boy. That's a that's was a, that here in Nixon? That, that yeah, her, um, Dixon, yeah. right? Dixon. Well, um, he um, Myron was from Dixon. Okay, I'm not sure where the other gentleman was from. I right. have to ask Myron. So Dixon's yeah. up near Fort Leonard Wood. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so every summer after that, they got together. Unreal, <laughs> man! Wow. All these years, I thought yeah. you were dead. I know. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I mean, no. Not only you thought he was dead, watched you but you saved his life. You're right. You know, his kids would not be here were it not for you. Yeah. Oh my God. How heavy is that? That is super heavy. But that's just what you guys talk about with your movie Reveille is, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those things about war and the psychological aspects of it. That's at least a positive spin on it, even Mm -hmm. though that guy thought for how long that this guy was dead. Oh, there's a few, there's there's so many amazing stories (sighs) where you can't believe they did what they did and that they lived. Right. Or right. so many parish. I'm not, I've, oh, there's a there's a chicken story I need to tell you sometime. That okay, was, that, we got time. That was crazy. Okay, okay, I'm going to tell you this story. Um, and this is from a photograph that Joey showed me. There was two gentlemen sitting at a table, both in their in their uniforms, and there was a group. There was a group on patrol, and they were it's the middle of winter, and they come across um, a village and so they were on the outskirts of the village and they needed they were starving oh sure so because they never knew where they were going to sleep there's a chicken around it's all gone right exactly that's history (laughs) so two guys volunteered to go to the village and scout around and find some chickens or some eggs so they took a couple burlap bags that they had okay they went to the village lo and behold there they were (laughs) they got some chickens they got some eggs and they're headed back to the barn where they were staying when the Germans see them oh and open fire oh no so one of the gentlemen gets hit by shrapnel, slices his stomach open. Oof. The other gentleman's okay, but he goes down and he takes his ba- burlap bag, dumps it out, oh, no. wraps it around his buddy, uh. takes his buddy back to the barn. Okay. Then they have to go. Right. So after the war, he's thinking, oh, he's dead. Oh. He, they go to the reunion. He goes to reunion after reunion after Looking. reunion. Unlike the 10th reunion, that guy finally decides to come. Oh. So he walks in. Looks at that guy. Says, "Thank you for saving my life." 
Whoa. And that's the picture that Joey I showed. I gave me. up chickens for wow. you, bro. Yeah. When yeah. we were starving. And, and so you got a you have a major wound right. across your stomach and you're gonna wrap it oh, in a burlap bag that just that. had yeah. chickens and eggs. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And he made <laughs> explain that to me. You know what, what were they doing in the barn? Anyway? Were they, they were out. they were hiding out. They're they hiding. were on patrol and they were gonna yeah. rest, they were gonna you know lay low for right. the night, get some rest. They and needed they, some food, so get some food in them. Okay. But that's the sacrifice you make even just to try to get some chickens, too. You know, the guy yeah, almost you're, you're, died. And I'm, I'm going to cross scar. that pasture in the dead of winter and hope I don't get spotted by a oh German. Oh, my gosh. Even though they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is in France, right? Yeah. So, yeah, they're everywhere yeah. at that point. But so so Footsteps is obviously that's probably one of the best names that anybody could ever come up with for what you guys do because it really, really does what it's feel about. like you guys are following someone's footsteps walk us through how you start that process right so we've talked about this last time and before you got here and you made it look really easy and so you guys are very good at what you do obviously yeah Uh, but you know as far as like how does your process work without giving away all of the details because we want people to you know hire you guys to do this because this really is a special experience when you take people from say even Missouri, here mm-hmm. in Springfield, you could take somebody from Springfield and follow the footsteps of where their uh, you know, grandparents or mm-hmm. great-grandparents at this point were, mm-hmm. uh, from military base to military base to overseas to even D-Day landings yep. and things like that. I can. So what is your process like to be able to find that kind of stuff? Well, every, everything starts and begins with the archives. Okay, so the National so the Archives. the National Archives. And there's multiple archives. Right. So not to be confused. Right, that's what I mean. <laughs> the one in St. Louis is primarily Army. I think Army and right. I say maybe Air Force. Because that's where Jefferson Barracks is. Correct. And that's where mostly Army mm-hmm. and yeah. I think Air Force is. Yeah. yeah. And Maryland is where the Navy, all the Navy stuff, all the okay. Marine stuff. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. Okay. Where's now, the National Archives then? Well, Washington, D.C.? Well, they are, they're, more, they're, those are, they're all considered National Archives. Mm. Because everything's kind of divided up. So you have to know that in the first you do. place. You just have to, to know, know where, where, to, where go. to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because when you, when you, and then in College Park, Maryland is, the, you know, is a really huge one. And that's where I was sitting in there and I had to pull a file out and there was this little piece of tissue paper that had some lines okay. and some X's on it. And I thought, why? This is, this is really pointless. And but. I showed it to Joey and he said, no, it's the overlay. So oh. everybody gets a map and you yeah. get this tissue paper that you overlay for your particular oh. group, so you know, so the mark, the map is not marked on, but you know where you have to go and what you have to do. Okay, you know? you there's thousands that. and th- yeah, yeah, thousands and thousands Whoa. of these tissue paper overlays. So wow. lots of people have researched this. Stuff. Oh my gosh, people yes. are. Seems to me like I would be chomping at the bit to find yeah. out, right? But you have to that. You can go to the archives and you can request this archive information from them. And they're going to go and they're going to pull a file because right. that's what they do. And it takes a while. But, uh-huh. I'm not going to do that. If I pull a file and I'm like. Damn, he's not here. Right. Where can he be? I'm going to find him. So they just say, oh, couldn't yeah. find it there. This is what we found here. You go. I'm not sure how to help you. I go that. that and go, oh, hell no. A I know there's got to be more. Stuff. Yeah. And it's like the, there was a fire in 73 that destroyed a lot of records. A oh, lot no. of records. So everyone's oh, well, like, I, don't, I can't get it. It's been burned. Well, they've been reconstructing those files for oh, decades. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. So while some are lost, some of them still have a piece of paper. Some of them have some little kernel of information that oh, if I can get a platoon or if I can get a regiment, I can backtrack and go from there. Right. Yeah. So the archivists are not going to do that. That's why the researchers specialize. And we spend all of our time. I mean, last time I was there, I imaged 4,000 pages. Holy smokes. Yeah. Wow. So lots of microfish and stuff still yes. that you have to go through and different types yeah. of data that you have to yeah. go through. But and you have to be very careful because the archive is, these are documents. You're handing, I'm hand, I, handed, I, handed, I took care of a letter the other day that was signed by uh, Lejeune, 
No way. Yeah, and I thought Lejeune. Like just based off the camp, That's Lejeune. Really familiar. <laughs> right. And it was. He was. There was an accommodation, and he was signing someone's accommodation. Thank you for your service. So he was way high oh. up, general. Oh, yeah. Right. But there was his. That was his signature That's on that crazy. piece of paper that he signed. Wow. And so you have to be very cautious and very careful in how you treat them and take care of them and what you do. And they're very strict in the oh, archives. Oh, sure. Have you ever oh, run yeah. into like a presidential letter that you, I doubt you'd even be able to find one of those um, or see one of those and actually see it still well, Anything it that, that was in that person's, either their personnel file or their morning port after action report. Right. It's just a matter of putting all those puzzle pieces Which together. that part I really liked that you talked about too, because you can find these action reports of where people, because when they moved a lot of people, they had to document everybody They had to know too. where everybody was. They had to know where you were, which mm -hmm. is another reason they even gave you those dog tags in the first place. Right. Um, so you make it sound like it's so easy, but it's not. Like, <laughs> no, none of this sounds know, it, easy It to just me. takes persistence and it takes, right. you know, I, I love mysteries. And it takes knowing a little bit about this person too. Yeah. So someone calls and says, like, I just gave you my grandpa's name mm -hmm. and you, you pulled up his, his, draft, his draft, registration card. draft registration card right mm -hmm. off the bat. So first of all, you have to know the branch they were in. No. No. What I need is a name, a birth date, and a death date. That's it. And How do you know the death date, that, though? Well, if I don't have a death date, I can usually find it. Okay. If I have a birth date, that's going to be my primary factor. Right. So then it's just a process of elimination. Oh, man. Huh. Until I can, can cross-reference and verify that I know I have the right person. But most wow. of this stuff you're doing online through the National Archives, too? Because you guys seem no. like you have to go in person You have to go in person and get it. You Holy have to smokes. get the documents and, and do the well, you can't. Yeah, you can't scan all those documents for everybody's use. Yes, I can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just Hello, I just said 4,000 pages yeah, <laughs> in two days. But the National Archives won't. No. You know, they're not archiving every. Thing no. to make available well, I mean, online, right? right. So and I don't know that, I guess maybe someday it's going to be available online. Oof. Well, but when that is, I don't know. We keep having more wars, so I mean, good luck. Well, as long but as there's a military, there's going to be documents. Absolutely. Right. Even if it's Civil that, War, yeah. the Civil War documents are there. So right. I could literally take somebody on the Civil War journey. Oh, man. If they had someone who fought. We need to do that because we do have some, I mean, every... There are some amazing Civil well, War I mean, stories. when you think about Civil War, there's, I mean, there were quite a few regiments that traveled long ways, but a lot mm. of them were localized. Yeah. Yeah. and stayed fairly local for where they would fight their skirmishes and mm -hmm. everything else. But I love going to uh, Pea Ridge down oh, in Arkansas. Yeah, it's one of the beautiful. coolest ones. And if you drive by it, you have no idea. Mm -hmm. But once you get out in there, oh, there were nice. so many big fields that they fought in. And there's still a ton of cannons and stuff that they have out there. That really? When you get up on these overlooks, it really puts it in perspective how many people fought in just Pea Ridge, Arkansas, yeah. that were local people from this area that fought down there or... Um, even out here in Republic at Wilson's Creek. Wilson's mm -hmm. Creek's not nearly as big as Pea Ridge. Yeah. Huh. Uh, well, Small and Cave, they have those really cool, um, they have the, their, their registration cards over there, so you can see where they were and what oh. they did. And a lot of them were, went AWOL and then came back. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, so okay. they, and they're just little slips of paper. Huh. But yeah, you just go through. And I didn't know they kept that stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now we need to go down there. Of course, yeah. Um, give you Ozark kids something to do. You know, <laughs> there you but, go. That's really um, neat. So, I mean, so this is like, okay, um, so let's just get into it. Open up this this magic laptop of <gasps> da, yours da, da, da. that finds everything so quickly. Did it charge a little bit? It, it is. It's, it's the interweb magicness. Enough. <laughs> so all I did was give you my grandpa's name. Yes. And luckily, my grandpa had really good handwriting. He did. And, that's and he had a really <laughs> unusual name. That was super helpful. Yeah. Okay, so this is his draft registration Claude Now, people make fun of me because I have really good penmanship. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I... Maybe you come goes by goes in the family or something here. This is, this is his basic information, right? Right. So we've got... 
It's got his <laughs> Mrs. Jesse Allen Dantese. Yes, that's mm-hmm. his mom. Yes, and that's my cousin's name too. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, business name, emergency contact, employer, even. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, that to me is crazy in itself. That he was okay. So he was twenty-two years old when he registered. Five seven. That's a, that's exactly right. Yeah. Wow. What color eyes did he have? Uh, I believe blue. Blue but- eyes eyes right there yeah. whoa that's crazy complexion light brown sure 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 yeah. yeah brown hair sure yeah okay we call it that dishwater blonde but it's not an option right. that's right right mm-hmm. so this is this is my first starting point typically this is just a first starting point she's got my grandpa's handwriting in front of me like that's insane have you ever seen his handwriting i've never seen his handwriting before i've never seen anything like that before and that is super awesome because he Jefferson County is exactly where he was, yeah. So, uh, which is a huge county up in St. Louis. Oh my as gosh, well, yeah. So. Jefferson Barracks was a major departure. Yes, and uh, when we went there for his funeral, I almost—I mean, you could get lost in that place. Oh god, yeah. I didn't realize it was bigger than Gettysburg and all that. Yeah. Oh, wow. it's like the biggest one in the United States, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it goes on for miles, just headstones for miles. Oh, I around. believe it. At least a mile in every direction. And I think if, if you I'm stood not, in the middle of it, anyways. I think I think I have a picture of a morning report. Oh my gosh, you better. I can show you. So this is just a portion of what you guys do. Yeah. Because um, like I said, it's a puzzle. You have to put all the puzzle pieces together. Right. So do you guys just get more excited every time you find a piece of oh information when someone's like, I want to hire you guys to do this. And you, you know, guys are like epiphanies all the time. I try so hard <laughs> to stay focused. I can only imagine. It's just so easy to go down this rabbit hole. Oh my God. Uh, we, we, were, we were looking for a celebrity recently for a television show. <laughs> And I can't name any names. Oh, um, I totally would though, because it's cool. <laughs> so his great uncle, um, he was told he died on the beach at D-Day. He did not. Okay, it was a homicide. Oh, what? You would not That's believe how many homicides happened. Like in war? Yeah, it was a homicide that happened in there amongst there. So it was like friendly fire. You want to call it? Yeah. Like, oh, it wasn't even friendly. He was person on apparently, person. Yeah, like both you, both it was, Americans. It was a homicide. Stop it. No, I'm dead serious. But never investigated. I'm sure. No, anything I like mean that. at that point in time, <laughs> unreal. So yeah. that's something I never even thought of, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess because a lot of guys that were draftees, they either had the option to go to prison or go to the draft or whatever. And yeah, that makes well, sense. It's not that, even then. I mean, you're surrounded by you're already killing people all the right. time in war you're kind of numb to one other person <laughs> like, you stole my gum that i was going to give well, away PTSD so. and all oh. Those other oh yeah, factors Jeez, that come into yeah. Play and, and close quarters all the time and probably sure. upset quite well, a bit it oh could yeah also be that maybe some spy snuck in too and you never know and you didn't know and see that's yeah. a whole other thing too if you were caught in a in an enemy uniform you were executed yeah period oh, wow and there were a lot of cases where germans were put on american uniforms Really? And then they were executed, yeah. Oh, and they would go back to their German friends? They, no. Or they, they would try, try to, to get, go over? They would try to infiltrate. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. That was I was thinking they were trying actually, to get out. <laughs> did you ever watch them? Um, like, don't shoot me. I'm just wanting to get out of here. What was that? The British, oh, what was that British? When they were leaving France, they were trying to uh, evacuate mm-hmm. Dunkirk. Yeah, did, did Dunkirk. Was, I did watch that movie. That was a great movie. That was movie. actually something they brought up in that movie was oh, that man. they had to be careful about Germans dressing up in uniform and trying yeah. to sneak in, in with them. I can mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. yeah. That was oh, actually yeah. a big trying to get on the ship that too. guy that was French that was acting, trying to be German or trying right. to be English so he could leave. But Well, especially when everybody's trying to do their either do their duty for their country, even mm-hmm. kids and things like that. You know, I mean, I heard a lot of stories about World War II and, and Vietnam where you 
you know, kids would even walk up to people with, you know, grenades in their hands and stuff oh, yeah. like that. So, yeah. you know, it could go hey, all the way down to a little kid. You, know? you ever watch Jojo Rabbit? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, there's near the end. There's this. It's a sad. That's a painful one. Really, Jojo Rabbit. That killed me. It is. It is really well done, lighthearted, mm. fun. Up and until not. about the three quarters of the way through. <laughs> okay. But one of the things they do at the very end. Spoiler alert. Kind oh, of spoilers. Man. Is the, uh, it shows that they had the Hitler Youth and they had this one kid really big. And the, the woman in charge says, here, he pulls a grenade. Oh, God. Go hug that allied soldier over there. And he just grabs a grenade and runs over and hugs him. Or tries to. Whoa. You don't see anything after that, thankfully. Oh, but yeah, no, it was... The shoes is what killed sh- me. That got me, too. I, I started oh, that, crying. Oh, my God. It was, yeah. I cried for days. Well, even, like, I went back when Schindler's List came out. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Like, my mom's a big, uh, like, Broadway buff and stuff. And this was one movie that I I think it was the only movie I ever saw. Just me and my mom went to see it. Mm-hmm. And it it struck me. That's when I really fell in love with history because I'm like... People actually fell for this. Yeah, yeah. People actually went along with it, championed for it, mm-hmm. and would kill other people to do this. And the more that's I, why nationalism is so bad. And that's why, yeah. And I started yeah. researching Hitler and, and his rise to, to power and everything else. And it's such an amazing story that he did get as far as he did. But then to be able to brainwash millions of people into thinking that this is the way to go, generations of people. Right? It's like I told you, I was in the airport recently. Um, doing a thing for work and yeah. I, this gentleman saw me and we struck up a conversation and he said so what do you do for a living and I said well I do World War II research and he said is that the one with the Hitler guy <laughs> and I was like yes son it was that he could have at least been like, was that with Mussolini? I know, I you obscure. know, he could have done something a little bit different. But well, come on, man. I know. Like, Let on, me show man. you this. So this is some of the documents that I documents that I get right. So this is this is a journal report. Oh wow! And then. It even said secret at one point. Yeah, because they're confidential. Out. They mark, yeah, it's not these things. Sometimes okay. they're redacted. And then they unclassify it. Whoa, there's even maps. That's stuff. the map. That's the overlay I was telling you about. Holy So smokes. in Maryland, they have, um, it's a lot, of, that's the map building and the photographs. Okay. And so um, they would give the soldiers tissue paper over, um, tissue paper overlays with the lines and directions and coordinates. Okay. And then. Every, everybody had a map and they would use their overlay. So the map was never oh, marked. So it was just a blank map. I wonder yeah, what you meant just, by overlay. It, yeah, the tissue paper ma- was their map. Exactly. Well, and they would lay it on top of a the map tissue paper so was they blank. knew where to go. Oh, right. okay. So they would line it up, okay. lay it down on top of the map, okay. and then they would see transparently, because it's tissue paper. Right. Okay, so this is where we are. This is where we got to go. Holy smokes. So they would get rid of the tissue paper or put it away, and then they still had a map that was empty. And that's the tissue paper you were finding in books? Yes. At the, the National the Archives? Yeah, in the forums. That is Wow. So that was people actually touched those and took them with they them. They did. They had them in their bags. They Unreal. had them with them. Battle yeah. strategy. Yeah. Unreal. And you wouldn't leave all the little quote covert things like um, Monopoly. Right. Monopoly was famous for putting in escape items into their games because of really? in the Geneva Convention. Yeah, I remember, I've heard of that. Yeah. In the Geneva Convention, they could, they could give games to the soldiers. Right. And they would put compasses. Yeah. They would put silk maps because a silk map was not going to bleed. Oh. So if they get out and get wet, they know where to go. Oh, my huh. gosh. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, Gillette, um, Gillette Razors. Razors, yeah. Sent the soldiers um, razors with compasses. Holy smokes. In the bottom. Oh, a razor with oh. an actual compass. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it's just a razor. Nope. Oh my gosh! So they so I there was there were that's lots. Crazy isn't that nuts? And you try to find stuff one, you don't hear in history class though. And you try to find one of those Monopoly games, and good luck. I've actually heard that. Actually, the only reason I know that was because the History Channel was talking about mm-hmm. old games. Yeah, and they talked about the effect it had on war. Right, and that was when they it was like a covert operation. Absolutely, it was for the masses. super. Yes, 
and they would yeah. send it to certain detachments depending on where they were in the yeah. government. Or the POWs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. POWs <laughs> were a big one too. This is just amazing to me because it's got all these landmarks on here, even mm-hmm. caves and towns, and I mean landmarks of where they had to go. Yeah. I mean, so if I know someone actually who was, used that, yeah. You know? And if I know the person who was in here, I could take you to that cave. Oh my gosh. So I mean, wow. It, that, that's why the, you know we're so specific and we're so detailed to the individual because everybody contributed. Everyone did. Right. Maybe not in the same way, but everybody, everybody. was part of the war effort. Absolutely. So like even like your uncle, he fixed ships. Right. Did he see combat? No. But did it, did it have an impact? Oh, yeah, right. it did. Well, even, you know, that's what's really cool about, you know, I'm watching this FDR thing. Sorry, nerding out again. But, uh, but just watching, you know, them go through the Great Depression and then him bringing out of the Depression all these people that didn't trust anybody at the time anyway. So all these regulations came into play. And then they start going into his sickness gets worse with polio. And then mm-hmm. Hitler's on his rise to power at the time. And he already knew about Hitler. He knew this guy was bad news as soon as he became chancellor. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he has to watch this guy do all this stuff and knowing that he's going to do something. In France for years, nobody's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And it's just, you know, it's it's crazy to me to think that you guys, back in those days, you would watch that happen. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's still like, "Eh, well, I I guess it's okay for now until you start bringing in millions of Jews and and putting them in gas chambers. It's like somebody walking into my house and saying, bam, you're Canadian. Yeah. Right. I am okay. I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> what now? Come with us. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do, I, do I get a maple leaf? What's the deal? Do I like hockey now? I don't know. Any maple syrup you brought with you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's unrealistic because you use Canada as the example. Sorry, Canada. I that's do my love foreign you. country. <laughs> the, one, the one you pick because adjacent. It's, it's close. It's Actually, easy to invade. Can you imagine, like, if Canada took over, how nice that would be? <laughs> that would be so cool. Such, such a nice country. Like, hey? oh, they they would just come in and they. Take over, French. they probably wouldn't even kill anybody. They'd just be like, hey, you're Canadian now. And we'd like, be like, okay, cool. All right. Bonjour. Bonjour. Merci beaucoup. You like comedy now, too. Exactly. Really. You're going to be really and nice you're gonna say, hey, you're after everything. Say, hey. And I've always wanted to say sorry. So sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so with... Don't sorry, quit your was, job. Yeah, no, no, that was a, oh, that yes. was a Richard Gere joke, actually, yeah. from um, um, <laughs> the cop movie. What is that movie? Oh, my God. Be more specific. Uh, yeah. it's. Uh, <laughs> I'll think of it in a second. Um, but Footsteps just recently got off of a 50-state tour to promote Footsteps, right, for the USO? Is that well, what you um, guys did? We worked with a group. They're called Letters from Home Singers. It's a husband and wife team. Hmm. Or they're going to be husband and wife. And they do like a USO-style show. And they do all, they recognize all the branches of the military. They perform songs from various eras. Get out and interact with the, well, the USO the, the, is huge. Yes. Yeah. And they get huge. out and interact with the, yes. Which is yeah. technically yeah. for entertain yeah. entertaining for, for troops. The, the troops. Yeah. yeah. So they always encourage veterans to come to the show. And if there was ever yeah. a veteran, Aaron, who had bright red lipstick, always went out <laughs> to the audience and just kissed them all over their faces. So when they left, you know, they were covered in red lips. Oh my you know, gosh. And they These just older guys loved too. Right? Yes. I oh, they, they just you know, you're sitting in a wheelchair and you can't stop smiling because you got lipstick all over right. your face. You, <laughs> you know, can't that's, help it. Right? Yeah, that's but great you guys feeling. literally just got back last night at 1.30 yeah. in the morning. Yeah, then the show ended on Monday after a Memorial Day parade. Oh, And wow. that was in um, Winston-Salem. That was a big deal. Yeah. Oh, that's outside of Winston. That was in Virginia, actually. Yeah. And then they went to Winston-Salem and I went there and picked up our tr- tour van and brought it home. You guys are busy. Wow. Oh, every day. Yeah, and then my boss is leaving um, tomorrow. Or a 14 day and tour. And she's going on a tour. She's, she's you guys, taking. You guys call um, these some, tours. Yeah, she's taking a, uh, some sisters. 
Okay. A group of sisters over to, to um, go and see their grandfather. How old are, okay, so their grandfather. So they're they're kind of still in their 40s, yeah. 50s type of year. Yeah. And it, that seems like, is that your demographic? That a tends lot? to be any, because um, baby boomers, 60, 60-ish, right around there. That's that's kind of the end, you know? Oops, excuse me. Right. That's kind of the, the tail end of it. So that's for the our children. So now right. we're getting into great children, our grandchildren, great right. grandchildren, great right. uncles, great nieces, that kind of thing. And do you guys already have that? You've already got it all mapped out as to where their grandfather was and everything too, once, right? Once I get their name, like I said, I'll, I'll start with, with the paperwork. Right, so back so, from yeah. there. Do you, do you see, see, I know we talked about before about how the archives are only go back a certain number of years. Mm-hmm. So well, do you see like as people, uh, as it, as the younger generation gets older and people like Vietnam becomes a new World mm-hmm. War Two, as far as like mm-hmm. time period, right? do you see this sort of thing happening for like the Vietnam War? The we Korean do. War? I get a lot, I'm getting a lot of requests for Vietnam and Korea, yeah. but the archives, they have a policy that you can only, they have archivable and non-archivable. Um, archivable is what I do. Non-archivable is anything that is 62 years or younger. So, so I can't access anything that's not 62 years prior from, um, so like 61, I can go 61 and back. Right. Anything after 61, I can't get to yet. So you do the Korean War? Not that you can get into North Korea. Some but, of them. Well, you can. Yeah. Just depends on the, what the dates and where they were and sure. when. And, and well, you I mean, because yeah, they went all the way to the southern southern tip of South Korea, then they went up to the northern tip of North Korea, then they came back. Oh so. man! Yeah. And you can use the FOIA Freedom of Information if you want to get what that information. Yeah, you can do that. It's just not as easy as. But then you've got to yeah. submit documents and all yeah. those. You have a yeah. pretty good reason for it. So is why do you? I mean, not to get into politics, but this is probably why. But politics. Um, but why can you only get from sixty one on back? That makes no sense to me because you're talking so much history between yeah. then and now that you can't get any archives on 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 people and where they were in the military. You can, but it's it's not going to be as much because a lot of that stuff is still classified. Why is it still classified though? Yeah, that's mean, a really good question. <laughs> it's been fifty years. Let's go. You know, I don't know. I I think maybe it, it's a lot of work. This is just a shit ton I'm of sure. documents. I'm sure. So you know, I don't. The word There's on the, word on the street is then. yeah. Word on the street is they're going to open it up ten more years. Wow. Which means that those archivists are going to have to bust ass to. Oh wow. Get ten years caught up of imaging because wow. they because it's not all on microfilm. Right. Well, luckily, technology got a little better yeah. in those yeah. eras, so yeah. that way maybe it's a little I, more available. When I was up there last time, they were doing some changing and doing some lot of digital stuff, so that'll be really yeah. nice. But, right. in the, but it's still... Because you guys are finding AI tangible things. Yeah, though. I want paper. Right. I want documents. I want something somebody could hold. Right. And know that, you know, like, you knew that your grandfather signed that card. That is the coolest part about it, actually. Yeah, so, so just having something that they touched is sometimes is so powerful. Right. So with these girls that you all are getting ready to take over to Europe, do you know anything about their trip? I, I do not know about their trip. I d- actually did a trip um, two years ago with an amazing lady named Coy. Her um, grandfather, or her dad, was a tank commander, and he was actually a, um, a replacement. So a lot of times the GIs were sent to England where they stayed right, and until they were ready. So he went to England first, and then he was sent over um, as a replacement for a tank. Okay. And so he he had to become a tank commander because of a very specific battle that happened i think it was on hill 121 i want to say oh man and so because if you're of that, on a labeled hill yeah you had it yeah <laughs> well on that hill um seven guys died which which made it necessary for them to get replacements and that's how her father ended up in that tank oh so what she wanted Dang. to do is she wanted she had researched that battle she then researched for the town to find more information about the, the guys who fought in the battle okay and so all she wanted to do was to see Hill 121. Wow. And so we were driving through town and driving through all kinds of towns. Oh, I'm sure. And we come to this one little spot and there's just this, it's the middle of a field. Sure. And there's a beautiful monument 
Oh, to that nice. battle on that yeah. day for I think wow. it was July 17th. Was that a named battle? Did they um, no. name that one? Okay. Nope. This, there, you'll just see, and this happens everywhere you go. Right. This plaque is in honor of the five soldiers who died in this five field. soldiers, or you know whatever. In this case, it was the seven soldiers that were killed in this tank battle. Wow. And she knew that this. She knew this particular location because it was um, reported that there was a part of Grand where the or piece of land where the tank was that was so hot it scorched the earth and nothing grows there anymore. Oh wow. And what's really incredible is that the commander in that tank was in the tank and he got shot in the leg. So his guys pull him out. On the process of exiting, he gets shot in the other leg. Oh, Jesus. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so they're able to drag him to the, to the tree line. Okay. Takes cover. He settles in and they come and get him, save his life. Long story short, Whoa. he lives, loses his legs, but he lives. Whoa. And in his story, he tells about he buried his canteen in that field. Okay. Right next to that canteen, kind of a marker. Okay. In case anything happened to him. Okay. So we found the canteen. Stop oh, it. Wow. No. How? So, Did you guys take a metal detector with yeah. you? Well, um, the, the, one of our team members. Just kind of scoured the area it, to yeah, find artifacts. They, I'm yeah, sure you found a found lot of it, stuff, yeah. though, right? I'm not sure if it's our guy, but I know that they found that canteen. And did you have to get special permission to be able to <laughs> you dig there? You have to have sure. permission okay. to dig because yeah. um, there's so many live mortars and oh, yeah. ammunition is still out there. <laughs> Mines have, and stuff. A lot of oh people have God. died. Oh, I yeah. bet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got a mine story for you. Sweet. So um, anyway, we took her to this beautiful monument, and the mayor came out, and he said, welcome, thank you so much. We appreciate what you've done. We Whoa. appreciate the work. And we start to walk down this lane, and the gentleman next to me starts to explain that there was a really bad battle that happened here. And Coy looks at him, and she says, really bad battle and he said right there in that ground nothing will ever grow and she realized it was hill 121 whoa and she just i have a picture of her and she's just stunned wow. because she'd done all this research for, for a this lot guy. of years probably too and the guy that told her the story of what happened in that field got the story from the colonel right who was lost his legs right because he came back right in the 50th anniversary <laughs> and so she got a first-hand account Wow. wow. Which was more than she it, ever. Like an and we didn't tell her. She yeah. had no clue that we were even going to, she it was on her to-do list. That's what we do. Right. But you guys we were still kind list. of exploring while you're out oh, there Oh, no, too, we knew right? what we were going to oh, do. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're we just have, delivering it well. Oh, yeah. Because when, <laughs> we know, you're paying for our services. So if you right. go on a footsteps tour, you don't worry about where you eat. You don't right. worry about where you sleep. You don't worry about how you get to point A and B. You wake up, we go. We go home and relax. And you guys find some of the coolest places. To oh stay my gosh, too. <laughs> we do. We have a really great. We stay in Grand Manila a lot. Yeah. In this house that was the only house left in town after the occupation. I love this. And so, yeah. um, it was the doctor's house, and he let everybody use it, and they would come and go and stay when they needed to as they were rebuilding their right. town. So, but yeah. And the owner's cool too, right? Oh, Bob, yeah. is, he's just an absolute dream. <laughs> he really well, is. I hate to interrupt. But okay. Like five more minutes. Okay. So, so what did you guys do with the canteen? Yeah. Um, so they, they preserved the canteen, and they. You know, they'd kept it and they put it away. But she also got to see the hospital where her dad was taken to after he was shot. Wow. She got to see, um, there was an area that his the that his platoon kind of camped in or you know, built it in for a little bit. And so she got to go there. Man, wow. So, yeah, she got That's to see a lot of That's special stuff, though. I mean, being able to just That's walk That's a one around. of a kind. It's just yours. Yeah. Well, it's not yeah. like you're just a tourist at that point. Like, you're, you're on a mission. You and are. And people respect you it. You have a connection right. to that piece of land. And those people, like... Did you have to call the mayor and let him know? Or did he just we know told him we were, were coming. He was, oh, please, please come. Okay. And this town was so grateful that they <sighs> dedicated a museum to these boys that died. That is so awesome. So that they actually built it. It's in town. There's and a museum. she got to be an extension of that. Yeah, she wow. got to see it. She really got to see it. She got to see how appreciated. That is the epitome of why you guys do it, though, right? It is. You know, and it's, not just that. You guys have found so many cool things. Oh, the plane story. Yeah. 
blows my mind every time that you guys were still able to find I parts and pieces. But story. yes, I was going to say, <laughs> let's go to the mine story okay, before that, we go anywhere. To, that'd be good one to end on. Okay, yeah. so I don't know what town we were in, but we were, went to go see this building called the Fortress because it was a hotel that the Americans were able to um, hold for like a week. Like they really kept the Germans at bay for a really long time. Right, which so, was difficult to do. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so that's why they called it the Fortress. And they were in the process of rebuilding this hotel in the same style that it was. That was kind of their goal. So as we're looking at the hotel behind me, there is a construction site and they're digging up the ground for another hotel. Hmm. There's a pile of dirt behind me. Well, Marco, who's on my team, also happens to be a police officer in Denmark or someplace. And he looks and he takes, goes to Bob, my friend Bob, and he yeah. taps him and he goes like, and Bob's like, and he looks at it and he looks at all of us and he goes over to the construction workers. There's two construction workers who are Polish and don't know what he's saying. Oh. <laughs> so they pull him and he's like, come here, come here, come here. And they pull them and they show them this thing on the ground and they were like, boom, it was a bouncing Betty. Oh my gosh. That was, that was live. I oh, mean, that, that was, that had not What been, does a bouncing Betty do? It's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's a mine. Yeah. Right. It's a yeah. trip mine, basically, that if you touch it, it jumps up off the ground and ex then explodes. Yeah. Oh, so and it sends shrapnel everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Balls, oh. little balls. Yeah. Like a shotgun. That's got like oh. a thousand rounds in it, basically oh, a thousand pellets. Yeah, in and it, it hadn't been detonated. So you were and all so, in serious Oh my gosh! Danger. So Marco, and they're and, just like, hey, uh, no, and, yeah, yeah. So Marco <laughs> and Bob stop what we're doing. They get the Polish guys who don't know what's oh, happening. Sheesh. They have to call the police, who have yeah. to get the bomb squad, oh, who God. have to dispose of that. Everybody and needs this to happens move. all the time. Oh, got another bomb. Well, at least they know what to do, right? Yeah. They have a bomb yeah. squad on call. What did yeah. they do to dispose of it? Um, I don't know. They, 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 they made us well, leave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they made us leave. And I think they detonated someplace. Yeah, they used but, yeah. to blow it up. I mean, I've seen them like get out these big steel tanks. That's usually what it is. It's a box, basically, and they blow it up inside. They go in there and blow it up. And it's just sitting there in the middle of a construction site in nineteen or 2019. So it's terrifying. You man, if you're the one on that that excavator or something, and you're the one digging, like holy shit! I mean, wouldn't would you think you, twice before you start? Like, I mean, like you better, you better have bulletproof glass because you don't know, and you could even you could get a body. You don't because the Germans didn't come know. back. The you Germans could, well, didn't I mean, come no, back. They found mass graves and stuff oh, yeah. like that too that well, they didn't know about. We had one friend who found a helmet, and when he picked the helmet up, the head was in it. Stop it! Oh gosh! And so they had to put it down. They had to come. They had to take him out. They took document. They did. They took him to the German cemetery. They interred him. They gave him. I mean, they did everything that they could to take care of them wow. because the Germans didn't. Yeah. That's well, crazy. But they're still finding bodies. Because you got to respect the other side. I yeah. mean, you got to yeah. respect the Germans because they, yeah. they did fight for their country. Well, that's what yeah. I was oh, going to say. Do they have, they don't have the same type of refer reverence for those cemeteries that they do for the Americans, but they still respect the Germans. Yeah. Well, in Luxembourg, Luxembourg could not take care, could not not take care of the dead. Right. And so they dedicated a, a parcel of land for a German cemetery. Right. That's, it's, and it's, it's dark. I bet. It's it's concrete, kind of ominous. Know. It really is. Mm -hmm. You you go to like um, any of the other cemeteries, and they're they're crystal white, and they glow and right. they sparkle. And it's please be quiet, respect. Yeah. You, know, you go here, and it's it was like stone. It was a stone yeah. chapel mm -hmm. with concrete with concrete crosses. So respect for the loss of life, but not for the fact that they were the invaders. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. because it, it does have an aura. I'm yeah. sure. Yes. Of, and there of were six bodies happened. to a grave. To, and more than half sometimes were not, they, they didn't know who they were, Whoa. so it was unknown. Right. But well, they knew there were six bodies. So, I mean, you know, one of the coolest things about watching, you know, you guys is on, on your Facebook page and stuff like that is the the tour you did, uh, I want to say last year, where it was the same one that you're just talking about, but it was where you guys were actually at um, the beaches. Yeah. We went to Normandy again. And that right there, like, I almost cried watching it because you're just <laughs> looking at it, you're like... How did this all happen? Yeah, you know, how did we get to this point? And if, and if you've not been when you when you go to Normandy and you go to that, you go to I think it's Utah. You, yeah, you it was approach Utah it Beach, and it's quiet, 
and there's it's like a, a beautiful beach. It is, man. and you walk in. There's a beautiful water. Uh, uh, it's like feature. A, it's a water feature, but it's also um, it's some kind of a monument or a, a, a appreciation for some. I can't remember what exactly, but it's just stunning. Yeah. And you walk down this sloping hill yeah. that curves all the way, and then you come around a corner, and bam. And you and I swear, I swear, you can see everything. Yeah, right. And it, it's not there, but you see it because all the pictures you've and seen. So you've all the got videos. such a visual image in your yeah. head, you know. And point too hot because you know not too far, so it's. Oh, I imagine gosh. that's all like a national monument. Like the beaches are just for no. Historical they want people to swim. Yeah, oh, okay. they don't. Want, they're not. They're not going to let them take that from them. That's good. Could you so they encourage that? families to go out there. Yeah. I like that though. Yeah, I like that. I, like I that think that too. that's like a get back Absolutely. to normal. That's why Absolutely. they came here that's and did why what they, they did, did anyways. That's why they landed here in the first place was to exactly get you right. back to doing that, yeah. right? Here's your, here's your you freedom. just might find a helmet that. with a head in it, you know? Yeah, but yeah. I thought that was really I cool the way that, that. They, the way that they really encourage everybody I to love that. the beaches. And, you know, but that is the epitome of what you guys do this for. And just spreading that word is something that needs to still happen. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm so excited that you're always here with us because this oh, does thanks. need to be, this word needs to be spread to people. Number one, because families... You've got to get back to your heritage, and this is part of it, right? Mm-hmm. A family story. Everybody's all about 23andMe and trying to find ancestry <laughs> DNA and all that stuff. Uh, my dad did it, too, but we have people that were adopted in our family, so mm-hmm. it's hard to go all the way back. I wish we could. We have gone back quite a ways, but um, to have that part of the story of knowing that someone sacrificed their life for, for you to be able to sit here and talk about it in yeah. the first place, because we just had Memorial Day, and I cannot stand all the sales and things that go on because that's not what it's for. Uh, but to me, remembering these people, but now you guys, you took it way further than just memorializing somebody. And I personally would thank you for that. Oh, thank, well, you for thank you for finding this stuff about amazing. my grandpa yeah, today, too. Absolutely. That was super awesome. I'll, I can't I'll, wait for my mom to see this. I'll send in a, I'll get a request for his file and see if I can't pull that next time I go up there. That'd be amazing. See what we can find out. That would him. be amazing. He was a special guy, and uh, I, I really thank you for doing that. Well, I, I really appreciate welcome. it. And we'll get that printed out, and you can have it. Well, so let me know when we can go to Alaska and find out where he was stationed. I'm down. Just let me know. All right. I got a friend yeah. up there. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll Perfect. See, this is how this works, David. <laughs> Absolutely. We network to find our way across <laughs> countries now at this point. Yeah. Um, Catherine Vicat, tell us how they can get in touch with Footsteps Researchers. Well, go to our website, www.footstepsresearchers.com. Um, you can also visit us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We also have a partner um, site called Snafu, S-N-A-F-U, Docs. That's where Joey Van Meesen, my guy in the Netherlands, mm. has all of his before and after pictures and oh. the videos that he makes. And I think the story of the, the ghost plane of La Fosse is there. Yeah, that's mm. a cool story. Yeah. Which is so wild to and see the, the monument the, They for just it. did one, The Girl Who Cried Freedom. I think Flo and Joey worked on a oh, project. Oh, well, that so. would be cool. Yeah, well, so there's lots of things on, on YouTube. You can check we've out. got a couple samples that I sent you a second ago of the before and afters of the, crazy. the families, you know, especially that guy with his great grandfather to stand dude. and hold the same doorknob, like in the uh, same yeah. exact position, yeah. Yeah. same profile. And he looked just he like him. That was, oh yeah. His, the son didn't, the great grandson looked yeah. exactly like his That grandson. is crazy. It was absolutely But nuts. to be standing in that same spot and the building looks the same, the door looks the same. Yeah. I mean. It's amazing to me that they kept all that stuff the same, you know? Yeah. Like some most people you think would want to erase that kind of stuff. Oh, no, no. They're cherishing they it. They don't even fill in the impact scars. Unreal. So if there's mortar damage or bullet damage, they don't fill that in. Well, it's just like the pipe you talked about last yeah. time where it was a yeah. tank shell that comes flying that made in. That made that dent. They're that not going to fix that. And that pipe saved their lives, yeah. so they kept it. A good homage, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but thank you so much for doing what thank you do. You. Thank love you. Love what so you guys much. are doing. I love, love doing it. 
Oh man, it shows too. And maybe someday when I'm I'm retired or whatnot, I can take over for you Don't all. Wait. I'd oh, love well, to, hey man, we're looking know. for people. Oh man, yeah. Hey, I've got a friend. He's gonna who, go to St. Louis a lot. That's I was all. gonna say I've got a friend who's got a history degree. If you want to hire him, okay. Really if good he's at, in St. Louis, talk to him. Uh, he could be pretty quickly. <laughs> Three hours, no big deal. Uh, but you know, like I said, thank you again for doing this. We're thank gonna you. have you back to talk more about um, some other things you have going on yeah. with Reveille, which yes. is a cool movie. We're gonna try to. I think we've got to put a spin on this, David. So we're gonna have to go to ozark i think and do some research on this as well sure um we'll need some b-roll when does the movie itself come out um first of august 4th we I got think. time then yes. okay cool yeah. so we want to we want to expose that we to, can time this to come out august, that. august 2nd yeah. yeah oh yeah whenever the movie comes out we can time for this let's to do that. that that only give me a chance to go and talk to the owners and make sure they're cool and hell yeah let's yeah. do that they, i think they would love that well yeah and then after it comes out we need to screen it in here Sure, because be we have a big movie theater here. So I know people. I actually have the screen set up right now. <laughs> yeah. okay. Oh, I was that's the, what you need to go that's right. see. Well, I was the, the scout locator, so I was the location scout. So oh, so you got to job. know some people oh there. Then, didn't well, you know, I went over to these guys. You know, I told them I was like, "Can I use your cave?" And they were like, "Sure." Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, so I thought they were pretty you private. You have to about go it. get your award. I do. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, thanks for reminding me, David. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. We'll see, but uh, I think it's a I think it's a sure thing. But we'll see. I don't know. I have to practice. It's just an honor being nominated. It, it really is. And I, it sounds cliche, but uh, this literally was, it's it's a new magazine. They're already in Northwest Arkansas and some other places, but they started doing it in Southwest Missouri and it's the, the best of Southwest Missouri magazine. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, it was one of those things that he came to visit my networking group one day, I think. We talked about it. I've known Gordon a while, but didn't know he was working there. And um, then he calls me like, I don't know, two months later and he's like, hey, out of 86,000 people that voted on this, you got voted most for lender in the area. And I was wow. like, well, why? Why did this happen? I mean, I must have fans, I guess. But, um, but he was just like, no, it's totally organic. It's not pay for play. You don't, you know, most of these award ceremonies, it's yeah. you pay you enough pay for, for a sponsorship it. and you get the award. Right. Um, Central's like, we're not sponsoring this. So, uh, so it's not a sponsorship. I didn't pay for it or anything right. like that. It was super organic. So we'll see what happens. But Miss Missouri's going to be if there. This is a I'll preview of your acceptance speech. Nice. You it's, may want to work on that. Yeah, you need a short message. I like it. Was, it was good. There was a personal anecdote there. There was yeah. a whole little windy. Yeah. I, I was going to go with, well, I, I must have fans. <laughs> But here, fan. here's what you do. Here's what you do. You get up there and you do this. Oh yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> there you go. Uh, there we go. But well, I and then drop the mic. Here, but so. my my biggest best fan is my wife, and she's here oh, with me tonight. Yes. Thank you for oh, putting yes. up with all the long hours Perfect. and all the stupid Big, things I have yeah. to do and Perfect. answering there phones on the nights off and the days off and vacations and everything else. So thanks, babe. There's my thank you speech. There you there go. go. Um, well, that but was good. That was even good. if you don't win, it's covered. So all right. See, so did it. Congratulations, <laughs> Mrs. Matt. Yeah, I'll tell her that for you. Uh, but next time we're, we're going to talk about this this killer movie that we know is going to do really well and uh, yeah check it out on YouTube full Beverly. length it's a full length proper it is movie. it is a full length production movie like it's real a, ammo and stuff yeah. too right? oh they yeah we used real ammunition man I can't wait to see it real, so. and they took two years to find all the uniforms so it's authentic oh wow yeah. Whoa. Yeah. what do you mean okay. find them well, they, you they, have they, to get going yeah. uh, that's another episode yes write it down find them on there <laughs> stay tuned. and I'll tell that story stay tuned uh, we'll do this again at Catherine Vicat with Footsteps Researchers and everything else so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, everybody else, keep exploring the Ozarks. Thanks again for listening to Exploring the Ozarks. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe to our social media channels to help us keep exploring the stories of the Ozarks. If you're looking for more ways to support our show, we have sponsorships for businesses and Patreon for individual supporters. Check the links in the description for more details. Thanks for your support and keep exploring the Ozarks.